One of the most fascinating laws we have in the Torah concerns the case of somebody who inadvertently killed another person. The Torah requires him to escape to a special sanctuary city known as the Ir Miklat. The Torah says, Va'asha If someone who did not intend to kill, the murder happened accidentally, I will designate a special place of refuge for the killer to escape to. We find a fascinating reference in this Pasik. The first letters of the words, spell the word Elul, the month we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, when we get ready for the Yom and Aram. So what is the connection between this Pasik that talks about someone that killed unintentionally and the month of Elul? So I once saw a beautiful analogy. The month of Elul is all about hope. Meaning, no matter how badly a person failed, no matter how egregious of a mistake a person made, even if tragically he caused the loss of a life, Hashem will still help him escape and find refuge. And this is the message of Chaydish El. El tells us there's always hope. No matter how far we may have strayed, Hashem is eager to welcome us back. The worst feeling in the world a person can ever have is hopelessness. The only time in the entire Torah when Hashem criticized somebody for his temperament was when Cain was visibly despondent after his offering was rejected. Hashem turned to Cain and asked, Lama charalach, Why are you upset? Cain was disheartened and discouraged. He felt hopeless. And this is the most dangerous feeling a person can ever have. So the Pasik says, if a murderer can be redeemed, then people that are striving and yearning to do the will of Hashem. There's a famous Gemara, Masech Yuma, Omer Rabbi Kiva, Ashrechem Yisrael, how fortunate are you Yisrael? Lifnei mi atem who will purify you? Avichem Shabashamayim, your Father in Heaven. Just like a mikvah purifies the ones that are contaminated, so too Hashem purifies Kal Yisrael. And the question is, what's the connection between the mikvah and Hashem purifying us? And the Chidah says something so profound. When someone purifies themselves in a mikvah, and then they become defiled again, they can go right back to the mikvah and purify themselves again. If you become Tomei again, you can return to the mikveh and become pure again. You can do this multiple times. What if a person says, after 10 times or after 100 times, the mikveh doesn't work anymore? That's nonsense. So ma mikveh metar satmeim, just like the mikveh purifies you, even if you've become Tomei a thousand times, af baruch hu Yisrael. Likewise, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even if we are estranged from Hashem and become defiled over and over again, He never gives up hope on us and purifies us again and again. What a beautiful analogy by the Chida. In the 18th century, one of the greatest halachic figures of all time, the Noidi Bihuda, received a shocking letter. The letter was written by young Tamad Chacham, who turned to the Noidi Behuda for guidance about a situation so bizarre that it's almost impossible to believe. This young man had spent several years living with a family while studying in Yeshiva. He writes, Rabbi, for three years I committed the grave sin with the wife of that family. And as if this wasn't strange enough, 
he ended up marrying this woman's daughter. This young man was seeking atonement for his sins. So he wrote to the Noi de Behuda, Please guide me to my proper path of repentance. And number two, am I alachically obligated to inform the husband, which is now my father-in-law, of what I did? We would expect the response of the Noidi Behuda would be strong rebuke and admonishment for the terrible sins he committed. He would say, this is the most appalling incident that's ever come across my desk. Are you serious? Aishas ish? How reckless can you be? How can you even call yourself a Tamid Chacham? You should be banned from shul. You want atonement? You think God wants anything from you after what you did? Hashem doesn't even want your tshuva. But this is not what the Noidi Behuda wrote. The Noidi Behuda wrote a lengthy, respectful response, outlining for the man what he should do to earn atonement for his sins. He did not let him off the hook easily. He demanded a grueling three-year process. But he made it very clear to the young man that his situation was not hopeless, that he could still earn Hashem's favor. Anytime we do something wrong or make a terrible mistake and we feel hopeless, we should think of the Noidi Behuda's letter to this young man. Or the next time we want to help a family member or give chizuk to a friend who feels hopeless after making a terrible decision, we should think about the response of the Noidi Behuda. It shows us that no matter how far we seem to have fallen, we can never lose hope. No matter how big a mistake we made, all is not lost. There's always a way back. We should also think about the metaphor of the mikvah. No matter how many times we were contaminated, we can always become pure again. El is here to remind us, there is always hope. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.